whole bunch of people texting in, by the way. Casey Joe's is the barbecue place you have to go to in Kansas City. Yeah, I'm just looking at the, the initial batch of texts, say Casey Joe's. All right, uh, Doug Plagans on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Doug Plagans, radio voice for the Florida Panthers. It is All-Star Week here in South Florida. Reminder, if you want info about any of the All-Star festivities, go to floridapanthers.com slash all-star. That's the easiest way to find out everything because there is stuff all week long. Then you have the big skills uh, night on Friday, the game on Saturday. Uh, floridapanthers.com slash all-star. Doug Plagans is with us, and I'm guessing you're pretty excited to have all the hockey royalty in town, uh, especially this weekend. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. i got to say that was pretty impressive. Crowder doing the disclaimer there. And uh, Jack Stack Barbecue in Kansas City, nothing else compares. So I think any other answer is incorrect. Have you Have you been to KC Joe's? Uh, no, I have not. However, uh, my buddy and I on our baseball trip on multiple occasions have gone to Jack Stack. One time, we actually went, we were on our way to the Royals game. There was like a two-hour wait. Time was of the of the essence. We just didn't have two hours to sit there and wait. And um, we did the old veteran move, called, uh, called for a carryout order from the sidewalk out front, picked it up, and ate it inside the Nissan Altima, which was rented. So if we made a mess, we didn't really care. And uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was the experience. But Jack Stack, I, I know there's a ton of good barbecue. I, I'm sure you can't go wrong. But I've been to Jack Stack multiple times, and it's outstanding. And it just makes – the experience in Kansas City that much better because that ballpark is beautiful, too. Well, the, the only reason that we bring it up is because the, the Super Bowl is Philadelphia, so I'm using Jim Steaks as my go-to cheesesteak place in Philadelphia, and I didn't have a go-to barbecue place because I'd never been to KC. So if I, if I gave you that matchup, Jim Steaks versus, what was it called? Jack Stacks? Jack Stacks. Who gets the nod? You do know that I, I do love cheesesteaks. They're, they're one of my favorite regional sandwiches, but uh, I, I've i never been to Jim's. I've heard good things, just never been over to, you know, or is it John, Jim's? Maybe I've been to Jim's. There's Jim's, Geno's, and Pat's. Yeah, I've never been to Geno's and Pat's. I'm a big fan of Sonny's. That's one that never gets talked about, but it's an old city, and it's really good. And uh, also, I th- you know, I have been to Jim's, and uh, it was very good. Cash-only operation, if memory serves. <laughs> Your memory serves correct. You are correct there. Cash-only. Listen, man, uh, you want to play ball. Before we talk uh, all-star festivities and all the, uh, the fun stuff, I have to talk about Saturday night because that game against the Bruins – the Panthers score the tying goal. There's like a second to play in regulation. Then they go ahead and win in overtime with about 17 seconds in. Um, is that possible where that game is the exact catalyst, say, that the team needs heading into the second half of the season? I think it certainly can't hurt, and it's something that they can build on. And in some ways, you're sitting there after that game thinking, geez, I wish I wish they were getting back on the ice in 24 hours to, to keep – keep the mojo rolling here but at the same time Paul Maurice did say after the game when he was uh, doing his post-game media availability so that's something they, that the, the team can have on its mind something they can think about not just the fact that they got that win over the team that has been the the best team in the league from the outset this season I mean the start they've had is kind of an 84 Tigers type of start to the season but 
He said that's something they can have in the back of their mind during this break, and when they get back on the ice where the schedule's not going to be any easier, they're going to see the Tampa Bay Lightning that first game coming out of the break. But it's not just the way they got the – or the, the fact that they got the win, but it's how they got the win, a game where there was a roller coaster of emotions there at the end. And not to mention throughout the game, the Panthers were doing a lot of things right, but just had some bad bounces go against them. And you're sitting there, you're thinking, okay, well, going into this game – the Boston Bruins have the record they have. They were 38-6-4, I think, going into that game. And you're thinking, well, you don't get a 38-6-4 record without having a few breaks and a few strokes of luck go your way. And that's what happened in that one. You had the bounce off Sam Bennett's stick and, you know, things like that. But the Panthers were able to, to get the game tied up. Then they fell behind with 38 or 48 seconds left. And you're thinking, oh, geez, the Boston Bruins who – you know, at times, David Pasternak, he was quiet the whole night. He's been anything but quiet this whole season, but he was quiet all night long. He came up with a big goal with 48 seconds left. Is this just the story of the Boston Bruins season getting a big play when they need one? But then there's Alexander Barkov to score inside two seconds left in the game, and then it took him almost no time at all to win it in overtime when Sam Reinhart scored in that one-timer. So I think the way they got it, just as importantly as, as winning the game, I think it can go a long way. Uh, 30 games left, still a tall order, but there are a lot of teams in the race, and the, the main thing is they're right there. And that was the big the big point going into this. At the break, the Panthers didn't have to be in a playoff spot to make a run and eventually get into the playoffs. They just needed to be in a position to make a run because they're going to play 18 of their last 30 on home ice. They've had a crazy difficult schedule from a, from a scheduling and logistics perspective in the first 52 games. Uh, but things really do get to be a, a bit more routine, more home-heavy the second part of the year, and uh, and they paid for it in the first half by having the schedule they had. They weathered the storm, and I think, uh, like I said, all you can ask that they, is that they could be in a position to make a run. I think they put themselves there. Hey, Doug, one thing during the bye week when I played, like you would know what you're bad at by what the coach does at practice. If it's we you can't stop the run, you're stopping the run. Intermediate passes, you know, scoring in the red zone. What's that thing that uh, Paul Maurice is going to dwell on with any practices where he gets that little bonus time through the All-Star break? Well, I think the, the main thing being worked on during this, during this, especially where you have the Panthers bye week as a chunk of this, and, and guys, uh, you know, guys have a chance to get healthy. I think that's the biggest thing for this team is, uh, you know, away from X's and O's. I think the biggest thing this team can work on is resting those bumps and bruises and, and getting everything right. Uh, first half of the season, it was the injury bug at times that, uh, that held the Panthers back. And, you know, you had, uh, you had both goaltenders banged up there before the break and, and things like that. So I think that the biggest thing is just the fact that this, the Panthers are going to have some rest and not just some rest, but some rest with a, with a, a positive thought in their mind, picking up that win over the Boston Bruins. I, I think that's the biggest thing that they can take from this because let's face it, this far into a season, 52 games in, everybody's got their bumps and bruises. It's going to be quite a push to the end here, and, uh, and the Panthers are going to need every ounce of that energy. I, I think just the rest, I think the rest and, and being able to heal is the biggest thing that, uh, that this team can work on during this time off. And it doesn't get easy, right? I mean, it's not easy at all because they, they start with Tampa, right, at home on uh, – it'll be a week from the night. Yeah, the first uh, – I mean, you look at those three home games coming out of the break between Monday and Saturday – 
the Panthers are going to see each of the two teams that played in the Stanley Cup final last year. So, folks, if you're looking for something to do coming out of the break, you don't want to miss that. Monday night, a week from tonight, the Panthers are going to be home against Tampa Bay. Always a big game when the Panthers and the Lightning play. And, you know, you'd imagine coming off the layoff rivalry game, division game, uh, it's probably going to be Andre Vasilevsky down at the other end. I don't see why it wouldn't be. So uh, we'll see who's ready to play a net for the Panthers when things get going again uh, on Monday. But then on Saturday, they have the game against the Sharks a week from Thursday. A week from Saturday, the Panthers have the Colorado Avalanche coming to town. Their first, uh, their first and only trip to Sunrise in the regular season and they're getting healthy. That team endured an injury bug like like many of us haven't seen in pro sports, much less the NHL this season. Some of what they've had to deal with, and they've managed to keep the boat afloat. And uh, and you know, they're. I think everybody feels pretty confident saying that team's going to end up uh, firmly in a playoff spot as we as we head down the stretch. They're playing some of their best hockey of the season since they've started getting some of their uh, you know key players back into the lineup. So. A couple of uh, big tests, uh, but three straight home games, and that's going to be a theme for the Panthers coming out of the break. 18 of the last 30 on home ice, and uh, it's a chance to make a move. This team's been good on home ice all season, and uh, they certainly can use that to their advantage as they push for a playoff spot. Doug Plagans is the radio voice for the Florida Panthers right here on 560 WQAM. It is All-Star Week. By the way, Crowder and I and Solana, we are going to broadcast live Friday from FLA Live Arena. We'll uh, do our show there from 2 till 6. We'll hang out. We'll watch the skills competition. Uh, our broadcast brought to you by our friends at Funky Buddha Brewery, who we are so appreciative of. Uh, are you going to get any time off during this break, or are you going to hang out because all the all-star uh, action in town? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out and observe, but uh, and I've got to, I'm going to be at a lot of the events. We've got our... Uh, our hockey fest uh, happening tomorrow in Sunrise, Flamingo Park. I'll be out there for that for, I believe, the whole time, uh, 5 to 8 p.m. I'll be out there tomorrow night, so we urge everybody to check that out. You can park at FLA Live Arena and get shuttled over, so that's how it's going to work tomorrow. There's going to be all kinds of fun stuff. And then Wednesday, we've got uh, uh, up at uh, the Ice Den in Coral Springs, we've got the, uh, ho- the hockey fest going on up there. There's going to be an alumni game as well. Puck drops at 8 o'clock, so you can – I know I'm excited to see Bill Lindsay hit the – ice uh, as one of the uh, alumni for that game but there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of names from the past that folks are going to be excited to see suiting up in that so uh, come out check it out got food trucks all that stuff beforehand and then you can go in and uh, watch the alumni game afterwards so lots of fun in coral springs coming up on wednesday night and then they've got the beach fest on thursday i'm going to be out and about at all this stuff i'll be at everything tomorrow and wednesday um and then uh, over the weekend you know the league kind of comes in and takes over all that but uh, but i'll be i'll be uh, popping around so uh, again i'm gonna i'm gonna get my rest where i can but uh, but I'm going to uh, you know be sure to uh, check out as much as I can as well. So we've got a lot going on. Excited to see everybody uh, as we've got these events coming up here uh, this week. So lots of fun to be had. And uh, FloridaPanthers.com slash All-Stars. You guys hit right off the top. That's where to go and find out uh, all the information. And, Doug, I asked, I asked Hawk this, I think, last week, and you're the hockey expert to me. Well, how was the game different? Because people hate football now. The Pro Bowl, they actually are turning it into a flag football game because nobody wanted to hit. Basketball, nobody plays defense. How does hockey – like, are the fans mad that it's not real hockey? Does it change? Do they not play as hard? I was I was questioning, can you skate not fast because you're on ice? Like, I don't even know the damn difference. 
Well, there is, you know, it is a much more offensive minded. I think the guys know they're putting on a show. I think to the credit of the fans, um, you, you know, I, I think they go into it. They're not expecting game seven Stanley cup final sort of intensity. Um, you know, you're not going to get that in all-star games, but at the same time, I think the NHL's done a good job kind of mixing things up a little bit. They've got, the, they go by divisions. So you've kind of got the little tournament format and you've got the three on three. And of course there's a, there's a, a, a financial prize at the end uh, for the team that winds up winning it. So there's a little bit on the line in that regard. And, uh, and also, there's just some other good subplots. You know, it's a chance to see Matthew and Brady Kachuk, the brothers. They're going to be – they've never been on a team before. So they're both on the Atlantic Division All-Star squad. This is a, a chance for, for something different there that nobody's ever seen. And I know they're excited about it, too, because they've never been on a team together. So, um, again, there's there are a lot of different ways. They've done a good job of spicing things up over the years. But I also think, you know, as time's gone on, uh, you know, you, you can't go into these All-Star games expecting uh, to see guys running each other through the boards and to see uh, to see the, the playoff type of intensity. But I think everybody's there to have a good time, and that's what we're going to have. Has there ever been an all-star fight? You know, to my knowledge, I don't think there has. Um, I, I, you know, maybe we'd have to go back in the uh, in the archives, but yeah, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I, don't I don't recall. Don't I'm trying to think when either. The, when the men played, no. <laughs> I can't recall that either. Because <laughs> I was just thinking, like, I, people... lo- I love the skills competition though, because yes, that, yes. I like, but I love that you know with basketball uh, when they do All Star Saturday night skills competition on Friday night. I mean that that stuff is wildly fun, Doug. Yeah, and, you know, the same kind of thing. They've done a lot to spice it up, and there are different events that, you know, will be uh, regionally exclusive as far as, you know, each host city. They have a, a different event here and there in the skills. But as is the case with really everything, I'm I'm pretty old school. And part of it is I love the, I love the fastest skater. I love the hardest shot. And uh, part of the reason for that is – um, I can reference that on a broadcast. To me, that those are I can learn something. Like this guy was the fastest skater at the All Star game. This guy had the hardest shot. These are these are things that I can reference during games, and uh, and I think it uh, you know is something that we can we can look at when uh, when evaluating a player. Of course, the trick shot stuff is all fun. That's all uh, that's all cool, and everybody's going to have a good time with that. But the the old school staple events are still the ones that uh, that I'm most excited about. Uh, Doug Plagans again. The website is FloridaPanthers.com/slash All star and i am telling you it's very rare that you get an all-star weekend or really an all-star week in town take advantage of that and get involved in some of these activities uh because it's all week long so again floridapanthers.com slash all-star and doug plagans is the radio voice for your florida panthers let me just read a couple of texts for you uh before you leave this guy's crazy jack stack sucks would never go there again too expensive not that good Jack Stack is garbage, overpriced and overrated. He's full of it. Uh, would you like to respond? Uh, if if they'd like to, if they'd like to say hello and discuss barbecue, I'm happy to. But uh, you know, I, I don't. Uh, everybody's entitled to their barbecue opinion, but uh, you know those are. Whatever you want to think. I'm not offended. I'm still going to go to Jack Stack if I'm in Kansas City. And guess what? Tell those people they don't have to come with me. Yeah, there you go. Let me just warn you guys. I don't know if you've seen Doug. You might not want to disrespect him face-to-face. Valid point. And uh, and another texter, after you read the uh, disclaimer live there, says, Damn, Channing is Busta Rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's on to something. I think he's on to something. 24 (laughs) exams all right through (laughs) 
Hoo-ah! That's how you should end it. Hoo-ah! I got Jack all in check. Uh, there you go, Doug Plagan. So we'll see you around uh, the festivities, and maybe we'll see you Friday at FLA Live Arena. Yes, sir. And I was going to say the other thing, if you're looking for something to do, these events coming up the next few days, um, the Stanley Cup is going to be present uh, at times. There are going to be photo opportunities with the Stanley Cup. So that's something you certain that, that alone is worth worth popping in. Uh, I think uh, in my in my read for the event tomorrow, the Stanley Cup was going to be there. I believe it's going to be out there Thursday as well. Um, Maybe even Wednesday, too. Uh, check FloridaPanthers.com slash Star because there are going to be photo ops with the Stanley Cup, and that alone is worth showing up for. Very cool. Yeah, I took one at the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. I took a picture with it, and I, uh, everyone should have one. If you're a hockey fan, you should have one. I, I, have, a, I have a great photo with the Stanley Cup story for the next time I'm on the show. Is it quick? I can take it right now if it's quick. Okay, well, I went with we went with Denny Potvin a few years ago, and – at the end, they, they asked me, Denny and, uh, Denny and his daughter were there, and Denny asked if I would take a picture of, of them with the Stanley Cup, and I was so focused on getting a good picture of them with the Stanley Cup that I cut the top of the Stanley Cup off the photo, and Denny called our video producer, Dave, and said, Dave, Doug doesn't know how to take pictures. Can you come and get a good one of us uh, after? But the, and, the, uh, and he went, how do you mess that up? Got a, the most important part of the picture with the Stanley Cup is the Stanley Cup. I know I was so focused on making sure they were in the picture that I I accidentally cut the top of the Stanley Cup off the photo. You lost. And uh, and then they got they got they got the guy who's a professional photographer uh, of sorts to come in and handle it. You lost the plot on the picture? It's all about the Stanley yeah. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I uh Well, how can we take your barbecue before, advice if you're going to cut off the top of the Stanley Cup? But from that point forward, I've all, it's, it's made me a better photographer. I've been able to learn from my errors. Plagans learns from his errors. Yes, he Plagans learns from his errors. All right, Doug Plagans. Thank you. I apologize profusely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't want to get Dennis Poppin mad. No, <laughs> no, no, and sir. we're and we're, we're and he is uh, he's still he's still a great friend. So uh, there are no hard feelings. All right, I'd apo- I'd keep apologizing just in case. <laughs> Every time you see him. All right, Doug Plagans. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, guys. There you go. Again, the website, if you want to get involved in any of the stuff, floridapanthers.com slash all-star. You're listening to the Hawkin' Crowder Show. Crowder, speak oh. the gospel on hockey. Tell them. Made a puckin' boy. Hawk and Crowder.